All right, welcome back to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. I'm excited you're here because we're gonna be talking about a topic that I think that's kind of been on the back of everyone's mind in the past little bit, and it's how to thrive during these uncertain times. And that's what we're gonna be covering today. So buckle up, it's gonna be a good one. Welcome to the Beauty Brand Launchpad. I'm your host, Mark Kaiser, AKA Mr. Mags, and here we're diving deep with tangible tips, tricks, and mindsets to take your beauty business to the next level so you can stop trading your time for money and start building your future. Because I truly believe that once you've equipped yourself with the knowledge of what's possible for your beauty brand and the steps of how to get there, it's just a matter of finding the path that best aligns with you. So come join me as we go through this journey together and have this be the launchpad for the beauty business of your dreams. So if you were paying attention, I think you noticed that I didn't launch or I didn't release a podcast, I should say, uh, this past week. And you might be able to still kind of hear it in my voice, but I I was just sick all last week and I, I had this head cold and my I can barely talk. I was coughing up a storm and I was snotty and all those fun things that come with being sick. And I'm still finally, after almost seven days, <laughs> like we're, we're basically at a week of this, um, going through this, I'm finally just now feeling like I can jump back into things and actually go about my day normally. Because throughout the whole week, I've, I've just been sleeping. I've just been relaxing and I haven't had a, had a ton of energy. So it's been nice to be able to wake up and go to the gym and do these normal things and get back into the routine of things and get in the swing of things. And the weather here in Texas is perfect. Like it's it's in the 70s right now and it's, it's so nice. Like I, I really can't complain. Um, but what we're talking about today is really how to thrive during these uncertain times because there's there's a lot of buzzwords being thrown around like recession and inflation and these different terms that really bring up a lot of fear in people which which makes sense you know like it's not it's not often that we have a recession or we get inflation that is above eight percent when normally it's around two to three percent right and so you know the last time that we had a recession was in 2008 and it you know, the, the housing market crash happened and everything that kind of like trickled into every other aspect. And so like for me, for example, I was just graduating high school in 2008. So I didn't really, I didn't feel the full effects of that recession because like I just wasn't in the market, in the job marketplace, you know, I was just getting out of high school. And so like, I was still trying to figure out what was going on and it's not like I was, you know, running a business or whatever else. And we definitely weren't dealing with that high of, high of inflation in 2008 either. And so I want to I talk about how we can actually thrive during these times. Because I think for a lot of us, if we're watching the news or we're consuming, you know, we're getting updates on social media, whether it's through Instagram or TikTok, like it can be scary hearing about these things because you just don't know how it's going to be. Like what's going to happen? Are things going to slow down? Are, are you going to lose business? And like it brings up a lot of fear. And, and that's the first thing that I want to tap into is that fear is our biggest enemy. And when we're consuming the news, especially like if you watch the news, that's probably the worst thing that you can be doing, especially right now, because you got to think what's the goal of a news organization? Like they shouldn't even call themselves news necessarily. They should just call themselves. They're just fear mongers. That's all it is because fear gets eyeballs. And the more eyeballs they get, the more that they can get sponsorships and they get paid for those sponsorships. And so it's all about keeping the watch time up. So that's why they're constantly giving you a, a running total of how many people died during COVID and this and that. And they have experts coming on 
you know, talking about how bad the economy is going to be and unemployment, all these different things. And it's just fueling fear. And that's the last thing you want because the way that the brain works is that when we're in fear, when we're in that fight or flight response, all logic goes out the window because all of our resources are going into how do we, how do we stay afloat, right? And when those, when those fear responses kick in, the things that turn off are creativity and logic thinking. Because, because that doesn't serve us in the moment in our brain, right? Our brain's job is to keep us safe and protected. And so when your creativity's down, when your logical thinking is down, you're not going to be able to perform in a way that's going to be beneficial for you and your business and anything else like that. And so what I would recommend for you is like, if you're feeling scared right now, like turn off the news, stop consuming these things. Like if it's really just like taking inventory, like if you're consuming something, like take inventory of how it makes you feel. If it doesn't make you feel good while you're watching it or consuming it or reading it or however you, you know, get your content, then, then get rid of it, right? Like let's be aware of how these things are affecting our moods and our energy because those are directly going to impact our output and the, the quality of work that we do moving forward. Because um, this, is, this is definitely an unprecedented times just with the combination of things that are going on. But it's also a time for opportunity. And that's, that's the exciting thing about this time. Like, yeah, our price is going up. Yeah, like it, it sucks, you know, going to fill up your, your tank of gas in your car or to get groceries or whatever else. But the, the amazing thing is, is that more money is made in a down economic time than any other time in history. When, you go th- when we go through these recessions and these corrections, more money, like more millionaires are made essentially in that time frame than any other time. So this is an opportunity for us to, to take advantage and to really improve our economic standpoint, you know, uh, when it comes to money and our business and everything else like that. And that's what I really want to get into today. Um, but it makes me think of, you know, our job as, you know, we're looking to get into the online space. Really, the main thing that we need to be focusing on is, yeah, like we want to create these courses. Like ultimately, that's that's our way to provide value to the world, right? And to our audience. But what comes along with that and what gets people to actually like want to work with you and sign up for your courses is people want to work with those that they see as an authority, as a leader, right? They see, they want to work with people who, who they feel like are going to solve their problem or get to where they want to go the fastest way, the easiest way, right? They want to work with the best. They don't want to work with the third best or whatever else, right? And so with, with that in mind, this is our opportunity this is your opportunity to position yourself as a leader. Because when when these uncertain times happen, the first thing people are looking for is someone to lead them and tell them where to go because they're, they're scared. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of unknown. And they're looking for someone to stand up and be like, hey, I know you're feeling this way. I can understand why you're feeling this way. But here's a direction that we can go. Like, let's go this direction. And that's what we need to be for our ideal audiences, right? Like if you're teaching people how to do these, you know, a service in the beauty industry, you can tell them how to maybe get more clients or, you know, package together a great Black Friday deal so they can bring in more business or how to attract new clients, right? Or how to position yourself when it seems like everyone is, you know, losing clients or whatever else because they're tightening things up in their budget. Like show up in a way that's going to inspire people to keep moving forward. 
Because that's all that we can do in this time is like we we got to keep going. Like we got to keep going. We got to keep moving forward. And so if you can establish yourself as someone who can get to where people want to go and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, then it's going to help you and your brand long term. Because ultimately your brand is the biggest asset that you can have. Like if you can create, create a strong personal brand that people connect with, they like you and they trust you and they feel like they're getting something unique that they can't get anywhere else, like that puts you in a very strong position no matter what direction you go. If you keep doing online courses, if you leave the beauty industry and do something else, whatever it is, people are gonna follow you specifically, right? Like that's the power of a personal brand. Like it doesn't matter what you do, you can you can create something from it and it's a skill set because you can you know how to to attract people and connect with them on the deeper level. And that's just going to set you apart from the competition. And, you know, this makes me think of when, when the, the pandemic first hit. And this was in, you know, March of 2020, right? When like everything was shutting down. Uh, we were in Utah and we had to shut down my wife's salon. And so we had a lot of time on our hands. And so every single day, uh, Maggie and I, we would take the dogs on a walk. You know, there's this, this great area in our neighborhood with a lot of hills and whatever else. And so we would take them on like, it was like a three mile walk every single day. But the nice thing was, is that I would just pop my headphones in and I would listen to podcasts. And there, there was this one specific podcast that made such an impact on, on me because I was in that fear. I was feeling, you know, uncertain about things because it was such a big unknown because I was like, okay, how long is this going to last? Like, is this going to affect our business? Cause at the time, the a large majority of our income was coming from online courses. And so with Maggie needing to shut down her lash studio, I was seeing that with other people all across the world. It's just like, okay, we, we our courses are directly to- targeted towards lash artists and they've now been deemed non-essential. And so they're not working. So does that mean that they're going to buy courses? Like, is this going to affect us? Like, how is this going to work? Right. And so I had all these thoughts running through my head and all this doubt and fear, and it was affecting my moods. And I, and I, I was scared. It, it just comes down to that I was scared. But I would listen to this podcast and he would talk about all the opportunities that were available to us. You know, more people were at home, so they had more time to invest in themselves and pick up a new skill or hobby or whatever else. And, you know, with them being stuck at home, like really the only option that they have is online courses if they want to go that route. And, you know, he would talk about, you know, he'd have people on his podcast and they would talk about the success that they were having and how they were having their best years ever during the pandemic. And so being able to hear that and him being able to position himself as a leader, as an authority in the space was able for me to like take a huge load. (laughs) I feel weird saying that a huge weight off my shoulders. He was able to take a huge weight off my shoulders and give me some peace of mind to keep moving forward and to keep building the business and to keep putting ourselves out there, you know, because it's, it's scary when you're like, okay, you know, let's, let's run some ads. Let's put some money out there. Let's see if this works, you know, let's see if we can drum up some sales. And, you know, we did great. Like we did really well during the pandemic as well, because we decided to keep moving forward. We didn't let fear stop us, but that would have been much harder for us to keep going if I didn't have that person, that leader, that podcast, someone that I could rely on, someone that I could follow to show me that, Hey, you got this. Like, it's good. Like, just keep going. Right. We all need that reassurance that like things are going to be okay. Right. It's almost like really like we're just these five-year-old kids, you know, six-year-old, seven, eight-year-old kids 
that are looking to our parents in a way or the people that we trust to show us like, hey, it's okay, bud. Like, we got this. Things are going to be okay. Like, it's no different. We're just a little older now, but we're still those emotionally, those five, six, seven, seven, eight-year-old kids that are looking for that reassurance. And so that's what you need to be doing for your audience as well. So be thinking like, what do they need to hear right now? What things can they do to improve their situation? How can they make the most out of this time of uncertainty and unknown? Just like we had not too long ago, just a couple years ago. Like it seems like, you know, it's just one thing after another, right? <laughs> so, um, and I want to talk about like, not just you showing up as a leader, like that's the backbone of everything. If you can position yourself as a leader now and in the future and anything moving forward, you're going to be in great shape and you're going to make a lot of money doing that. Like the more that you're a leader and the more that you're authority in your space, the more money you're going to make. That's just how it works. So let's talk about how you can take advantage of this time and some some ideas that I've been kind of chewing on for the past really few weeks now that I wanted to be sharing with you um, so we, we can get, get the most out of it. And so I think, again, online education in the beauty industry is going to be a, a huge opportunity moving forward because one of the best things that you can do in these hard economic times is build up your skill set. And having a skill set that solves people's problems, right? Like if you can show people how to make more money, like we talked about, or get more clients or whatever else, or how to do a completely new service or whatever else, like these things are going to help them attract more business and keep them afloat so they can keep their doors open, right? Like that's an opportunity right there. So you need to understand, like we talk about this all the time in the podcast, like you're, you're not a course creator, you're a problem solver. And the bigger problems that you solve, the more money you're going to make. So the, the better you are at solving these, these problems, the more successful you're going to be. So be thinking like, what do people need right now? Like what's going to help them, you know, get the most out of, you know, these times so they can still thrive, right? So they don't need to feel like the world's collapsing around them or they, you know, they don't, uh, they don't have to shut their doors and go out of business. Like that's the last thing that we want to happen, right? Like we need to do our best to not just ride the wave that's going on right now, but like we want to, we want to be happy. <laughs> like we, we don't want to be stressed while we're doing it right now. Uh, and so be thinking how you can show up in a way and solve people's problems in a way that is uh, really going to serve them. And I, I'm telling you, these online courses are a great way to do it. Um, and also speaking of skills, is like, this is not only a time for you to teach other people skills, uh, whether it's in the beauty industry or whatever else, but this is your opportunity as well to invest in yourself and your business skills. You know, like if you can learn how to market yourself, if you can learn how to build your brand better, if you can learn how to sell and persuade and become a better communicator, like these are really core skills that are going to take your business to the next level. Like these are so, so powerful. And so I'd be, I'd be thinking, okay, where am I deficient? Like, what could I be better at? Like, what things can I do to, to make it easier to sell my course or to attract more clients or to do these different things, right? Like be thinking like, what's the next step that you need to fit in the puzzle? Um, because really, if I had to attribute one thing to, um, to my success, it's a couple things, but really like the biggest thing that has really helped me outside of just being persistent and resilient, even you know when there's hurdle after hurdle, loss after loss. Outside of that, 
the the thing that's benefited me the most is that I was just curious. I was a forever learner. So in high school, I got really into like graphic design stuff. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And so I took classes in high school, how to use Photoshop and Adobe Illustrator and all these different things. And I learned how to create websites. And I was just slowly acquiring these skills. And that eventually led me to learn how to create videos and motion graphics and things like that because I was interested in it. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm watching these movies. I'm like, how are they doing that? Like, how are they doing these special effects? And so I would do whatever I could to learn. You know, I'm jumping on YouTube. I'm doing all these different things. I remember buying, like, this is before, this is like 2011, I want to say, 2010, maybe even earlier. Yeah, it was like 2009. So I was pretty fresh out of high school, like 2009, 2010. I remember buying a big old fat textbook. It was like 400 pages. And it's all about how to use Adobe After Effects. Because I was so, I was mesmerized watching these movies and watching all the special effects and i was like oh, this is amazing like i would i would buy these dvds and blu-rays and i'd watch the special features and see how they were doing things behind the scenes and i was like oh this is amazing so i had read every single page of that textbook and went through every single homework assignment and i learned how to use this really complicated software because i was curious right and so that eventually led me to you know, creating my wedding business, my wedding video business. And I was able to get better at that skill set of creating videos, which led to me doing these online courses. But, you know, I could do the video side of stuff, but I'm like, oh, how do I market? How do I create sales pages? How do I create an email list? How do I persuade people? How do I do all these things so I can be profitable, right? So I'm just stacking one skill after another. And so I'm always constantly thinking like, okay, I got this thing down. And like, I would focus on one thing at a time for six months, a year, longer, whatever it took for me to really nail something. And then I'd move on to the next thing and then the next thing, right? So if you can stack your skills, that's one of the most powerful things that you can do to put you ahead of the competition and for you to ultimately just make more money. So be curious about what excites you and what lights you up and really take a step back and be like, okay, where am I kind of deficient in? Like, where am I lacking? so I can improve that skill. Because like, if you think about it, like being able to communicate is probably one of the most powerful skills that you can have. If you can effectively communicate your ideas and what you're selling and get people on board, like that's not only gonna make you a better leader and authority, but it's gonna lead to more sales. Like being an effective communicator is so powerful. So learn how to speak, right? That's part of the reason why I created this podcast is because I knew I needed to be a better communicator and I knew it was going to be rough at first. I've talked about this before. And so I'm just like, okay, let's just dive into it. And so I would talk more and I do these podcasts and I'd share my knowledge. And then I would do, you know, these live trainings and I'd learn how to sell on these trainings. And I would, the more I would do these things, the better of a communicator I'd be. And I would catch on to things that were annoying in my speech where if I was saying like a lot or um, or, you know, I love the phrase, like things like that. And, you know, I would, I would, you know, be able to nitpick these things and improve and constantly become a better and better communicator and understand like, okay, what's connecting with people and what's not, right? So this is a little bit of a tangent, but like really be thinking about what skills that you need to learn during this hard economic time so you can continue making great money. Um, because there's a lot of opportunities. I, I said that at the first of this episode is that there's so many opportunities in down economic times. Like this is where more money is made during these times than any other time in history. So it's like, let's take advantage of this. Let's, you know, create better skills. Let's show up as a leader 
And also there's things that we can do outside of just your beauty business to make money as well. Like I don't talk about really things outside of the beauty business business too much, but I want to kind of tap into, um, just like the stock market and investing and things like that. Just briefly, like I'm not, I'm definitely not an expert and don't take this as financial advice because I'm not licensed or anything like that. This is just my personal experience. So take that as you will. Um, but what, what I've been doing right now is like the market is based completely on emotion. And so when they, when people are seeing that the fed is raising interest rates, you know, by, you know, almost a percent every single quarter or every, yeah, it's about every single quarter or so. No, I think it's more than that. Like it's been pretty rapid. Um, every time, you know, the fed comes out and makes an announcement, the, the stock market plunges because people get scared and they start selling off all their stocks because they're bracing for the worst. And so the entire market is based off of really society's emotions and how they feel at the moment. And so there's a phrase that I love that um, I don't I don't know who exactly says it. It might be Warren Buffett. If you don't know who Warren Buffett is, he's he's like the guru investor now. Like he's worth billions. He owns Berkshire Hathaway. Like he's been investing since he was like 15 years old and he's in his 80s now and and uh he has a phrase i'm pretty sure it's him his phrase is be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful and so this you know this past little while like people were greedy they're they're throwing tons of money into crypto they're buying this they're telling you to do this interest rates were crazy low with homes and those the home prices just shot up and people are overbidding by $100,000 over asking price, paying cash, or more than that even in some areas, just because they were greedy. They they felt like they had to get in on it or they felt like they were going to lose out. And now we're on the flip side of things. Things aren't so great right now. The market's going lower and so people are panicking. You know, people are fearful. And so this is our opportunity to be greedy. And so instead of seeing it as like, oh, the stock market's crashing, this is bad, this, like, what, what is this going to mean? See things that they're on sale right now. Stocks just got a whole lot cheaper. So you can start buying into the, those stocks because historically over time, the stock market uh, earns anywhere from eight to 10%. Like on a long enough time period, it averages out to eight to 10%, especially if like you're investing in like something like the S&P 500, which is just, uh, you can do something called index funds. You can invest in an index fund that has all the top 500 companies and you can get like a little piece of every single, um, every single one of those 500, uh, companies. Right. And so if you say you just invested in that over time, it, you're going to see huge gains. And so while the market, you know, in some recessions can crash 30% overall, like there's like, you know, 200% growth at times. And that's where I, so much money is made during these times. And so the same thing's going to happen with real estate. You know, usually it, it takes longer for it to catch up with what's going on in the market because, you know, it's not as easy as just clicking a button to sell your stocks, but people are, are going to start, you know, dropping the prices of homes or going to, you know, people are going to stop buying as many homes because interest rates are so high. Like things are going to happen where the prices are going to come down and hopefully like come down to a reasonable spot and hopefully you can get a good deal. So if you're looking to get it, get a house or get a rental property, which would be even better. You know, you can hopefully get it in a good price where you're cash flowing and you're net positive. And so then you're building your wealth. And then eventually 
historically you're like real estate for the most part, like if you do your research and you do your homework and you get a good buy, it's going to appreciate in value. So if you get something that's cash flowing, say you rent it out and you're getting paid monthly on it, not only are you um, getting cash flow coming in every single month to pay down your mortgage, but it's also appreciating in value. So you can, you know, take loans against that to get another another home or you can sell it and you whatever else, right? Like there's so many opportunities in that. So if you are thinking about investing in the stock market, um, think about it more as an investor. And what I mean by that is like, there's a difference between speculating and investing. Like really the the difference between speculating invest, uh, and investing is gambling. Like I see speculating as gambling. Like these people are like, okay, I think it's going to go here. It's like the day trader kind of things. But if I were you, like you're taking enough risk in your business. That's how I see things. It's like you're creating this business. You're doing things by yourself. Like nothing's guaranteed. You don't have that, you know, quote unquote, consistent paycheck that everyone really wants, I guess, for a lot of people. Um, you don't have that that normal uh, consistency that a lot of people have if you're working full-time in the beauty industry. So like, why not, why not, I don't know, I want a for sure thing. If I'm going to invest my money, I want to know with a good amount of certainty that I'm going to make my money back. I'm going to not make my money back, but it's going to grow and it's going to invest over time. So I'm I'm constantly buying and holding. And the, the approach that I like to do is called something called dollar cost averaging. And if you haven't heard what dollar cost averaging is, is that you simply, you know, every week, every month, you invest a certain amount of money, no matter if the market's up or down, you're just constantly investing. And over time, you know, you're going to hit the lows in the market. And yeah, you're going to hit some highs too, but overall, like you're going to be net positive. You're going to see growth because you're able to take advantage of those big market days uh, sorry, those um, those big drops in the market, you're going to get things on sale and they're just going to grow over time. So that's what I'm doing right now is every single week, a set amount comes out. It's not a big amount. It's actually really, really small. Like you don't need a ton of money to do this, but like do something, you know, 10, 15, $20, whatever you have to invest, like do that consistently over time and just keep building it up and just try and stay as emotionally uh disattached as you can because things are volatile right now. They're going to go up. They're going to go down. But the point is, is that you're getting in the market. You're playing the game. Like if you want to be wealthy long-term, we're talking about wealth. We're not talking just rich, right? We want to build wealth that we can pass on to our, our kids and our grandkids and whatever else, right? We need to, we need to play the market is really what it comes down to. Like we can't just do that by having a business alone. We need to be investing in these other avenues because Let's say lashes go out of style or brows or whatever else, like something changes in, in the beauty industry and you're going to have to adapt. But if you have these things like real estate or the stocks, like those are consistent things. They're not fads. They're not trends, right? For the most part, like those stay pretty consistent. And so the the dollar cost average strategy is, I think would be really beneficial. And it's something that I'd recommend to basically anyone. So you could dollar cost average, for example, into something like into an index fund of the S&P 500 that we talked about and just throw your money into that because historically eight to 10% every single year of growth. And so, um, that's, that's what I would recommend as far as doing that, um, and getting the most out of that as well. And so we've talked about a handful of things and really just show up as a leader. I think that's the biggest thing. Like this is going to be a huge opportunity for your brand. Uh, cause the, the, the last thing that I really want to touch on here is that 
people are going to, people that you may be in competition with, I'm using competition in quotes, uh, because the people that you're in competition with say they have a course similar to yours or they're in a similar industry. You know, as things get harder, which I think, I think we're just seeing, we're just at the beginning of this. I think things are going to get worse. I'm not trying to, to get you scared or anything like that. I'm just trying to make you aware. Um, because we can benefit from it. Yes. If things get worse, we can still benefit from it. So just keep that in mind. But as things get worse, more and more players are going to fall out of the game. They're going to close their business. They're going to stop offering online courses, whatever else. And so it's just an easier way for you to gobble up more market share and build your brand to be something bigger. So if you can start establishing yourself as an authority and a leader now, that's going to pay off a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, because you've, you've done the hard work and you've done it when, when, you know, people were fearful, this is your chance to be greedy. So let's gobble up that market share. Let's become the person in your industry, right? Like there's no point in being like, ah, yeah, I make a little bit of money with my online course. Like, no, like let's be the top 10% in your industry. Let's be the go-to person that people go to for when it comes to building a clientele or how to do, you know, perfect brow strokes or whatever it is, right? Like there's so many opportunities here. It's just a matter of us taking advantage of it and not letting our emotions and letting fear stop us from moving forward. You can probably tell there's a theme with this podcast, especially, man, the past six, eight months, this whole year, really, I've talked about fear. Fear is constantly stopping us and fear is only going to increase if you let it during these uncertain times. So let's put ourselves in a position to thrive and be like, okay, this is temporary. Most recessions, they last anywhere from six to 18 months. So if we have to go a year and a half, two years, whatever it is, like we still got this. We're still doing the things that we need to and still showing up in a way that we can still bring money in and we can build our brand and we can become that authority in the niche, in your niche, I should say. So that was my quick thought. Um, I hope that you guys found some benefit in this because like, let's not be scared. The more that we can bring each other up, the better it's going to be for all of us because we're all a collective consciousness. This is getting woo woo. This is, we're tapping into stuff, but if we can collectively bring the consciousness level up, like it's all energy and frequency. And the more that we bring that up, the more it's going to, it's going to help humanity as a whole, um, because we're all interconnected, right? Like just to briefly tap into this, like there's a, there's a thing called the Schumann resonance. Yeah. Schumann, I want to say, and that's like the natural, uh, resonance of the earth. It's like this natural frequency that the earth is constantly at and it ebbs and flows like when 9-11 happened for example it completely spiked off the charts because so many people all around the world were glued to this one thing and there were shock and horror and fear but it also works on the opposite end of the spectrum when people do for example like these um like national days of prayer or whatever like that where like groups of people come together and they all pray like, and you can see in the Schumann resonance that they're, they're, uh, they're registering, like they're calculating what the resonance of the earth is. You can see these spikes, like it's pretty fascinating. And it just goes to show that we're all collectively connected, our consciousness, our energy, our frequencies. And that's why it's so important for us to, to be a positive light, to show people that there is a path moving forward and that we don't have to buy into the fear. We can make the most out of it. Like we can be successful during these uncertain times. So be that light for people. Show up in a way that that serves people, right? 
Like that's, that's my ask. Like, I think the more people that we get on board, the better it's going to be for everyone. And so that's my ask. I love you guys. You're great. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Sorry that I didn't release an episode uh, last week. I told you I was going to be more uh, consistent and then I got kicked and knocked on my butt. (laughs) But if you've enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share, tag me in it. I would love to see uh, what's resonating with you guys. And then if you really, really are feeling generous, feel free to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, rate it five stars. Let me know how it's uh, impacted you, how much you enjoy it. Uh, It makes a huge difference in attracting more people into the Beauty Brand Launchpad message. And hopefully we can, again, raise our collective consciousness and that we can serve more people and we can all thrive in the beauty, beauty industry with online courses and everything else that goes along with it. So with that being said, thank you so much and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to take a screenshot and share and tag me in your Instagram stories and make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Every like, review and share helps spread the Beauty Brand Launchpad message and is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much and I'll see you on the next episode.